It's 7 a.m. and I'm Dr. York and in the morning. And we're going to start your day off right with some rock and roll. Patiently followed us. On, Excellent. On the Twitter. Oh, I found uh, the G-rated version of Tasty. People make those sometimes and put them on YouTube. Oh, that's weird. It's 11 minutes long. <laughs> Where's the volume? I want to hear this. Tell me more. Do you, do you want a podcast? Are you going to watch the G-rated version of Tasty? I'm going to do both. <laughs> People will appreciate if they can hear what's happening in the film <laughs> while we talk on this severely cut version. Well, she has a microphone. She's just like me. <laughs> she is just like you. Celebrities. You're They're just the, like us. You're the tasty tastum of the podcasting world. I like to think so. Yeah. Um, I was also in a popular parody band. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was. <laughs> uh, well? Well, uh, welcome to the Raincoat Report. This is Boss here with Jeremy. When did you start recording? Three minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, well, this week, do they know what we're talking about? No. This week, this is the episode where you don't know what we're talking about so <laughs> let's dive right in today we are talking about tasty oh yes so we are talking about we're letting them in on what's going on we're not just going to blindside them not this time let's do one where we don't tell them the title of the movie and they have to figure it out we could do that i don't okay. know that anybody's going to like that well, they aren't going to have a choice. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so Tasty is a 1985 film by Bud Lee, uh, who was, of course, the husband of Hayapesha Lee, who is in the uh, starring role. Mm -hmm. And the two of them share writing credit as well. They do, as they also did on the ribald Tales of Canterbury. Yes. Yes, yes that was indeed. another Bud and Hayapesha P. Hialeah P. <laughs> yeah, Hialeah P joint. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hialeah Lee. Uh, and we have some. Right. We have some other uh, fun people involved. Of course, Hialeah Lee and Budley are in the film. Uh, we also have Gale Force uh -huh. and uh, Karen Summer and Ashley Wells and Stacy Donovan, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, I wonder if her name came from Casey Donovan. Yeah, she's the female version, I think. Oh, okay. We also have Patty Petit. Uh, yes. Uh, Mike Horner. Yeah. Chris, Christara Barrington's in this. Yes. Uh, 
Jesse Eastern, who's been in a couple other things we've covered. Yeah. He was the carpenter in uh, Rival, Rival Tales. Tales. Yes. Yes. Because I think I remarked at the time that he looks like the dunderhead on Coach. <laughs> and I made that same note again before I put it together. <laughs> but uh, in this case, we're dealing with uh, Tasty Tastums, of course, played by Hyapatia Lee. Mm-hmm. She is a radio DJ. And uh, she works for KNUT. Yes, ninety six uh, on the dial. Yes, and uh, they're having problems with ratings to the point that their advertiser is going to pull out. What is the KNUT staff going to be able to pull out to save the radio station? And can they? We're going to find out today. We are going to find out today. This movie was a lot more fun than last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was delighted the whole way through. It's a it's a nice film. It's very nice. It's got a good vibe to it. I think our listeners are gonna enjoy hearing about it. I think they are. Uh, how was uh, how was work today? By the way, work today was is fine. Nothing nothing funny happened. Oh okay. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to disappoint. Um, <laughs> did happen me and tyler were been out exploring again we found this tree that was wedged between some other trees like people did it and we jumped up and down on it like a trampoline and (laughs) while we drank beer (laughs) it was the most fun i've had in years (laughs) um excellent oh i saw a dead body really yes it was not in the woods but it's related to my general urban exploring. Oh. I'm trying to, you know, keep my head to the street, my ear to the street to see what's going on. I was taking a back road home over, and it comes to an overpass that goes across the highway. Uh-huh. And I saw that several cars had stopped to look at something, and then that the traffic had been backed up for about a mile or so. I was like, well, I wonder what this could be. Sometimes, like, pigs and cows and things get out on the highway. And I was like, this could be fun. It was not. I walked up in time to see the EMS pull a sheet over a man. Oh. Yeah. Shit. I saw that man's last moment. Uh, And it stayed with me. Great. Yeah. That Uh, seems like some the sort of baggage you need to be dealing with. It's indelibly stained on my soul, and I just thought I needed to share that with everyone. So, uh, my advice Great. is, my advice is that uh, if you see people stopped, assume that there is a horrible car incident, and uh, you don't want to be involved in in any way. <laughs> that's a that's a valuable piece of uh, advice. Yep, I saw a body. <laughs> Great. And uh, it changed me. You saw the sign and it opened up your eyes. No. <laughs> well, yes, but no. My eyes are open and they can't be closed again. I've tasted death. <laughs> <laughs> on with the show. Uh, yeah, on with the show. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll try to recover from what just happened. And then uh, we'll talk about Tasty. It was like Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. Hello, all you sexy listeners out there. This is Tasty Tastums with an all-new, all-sex call-in program called Tasty's Tricks. 
If you'd like to call in and just talk about a sexual fantasy or any kind of sexual problem, or even if you'd like to just get off with the, over the airwaves, call us right now at 306-3508, and we'll answer that call for you. But right now, here's a little message from Dodger York. curse at you with the curse of a thousand curses. I'm tired of being bullied by porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of you being bullied by porn stars too. I'm not going to let them do it anymore. I'm going to stand up to them. <laughs> I hate Twitter. <laughs> Let's talk about a movie instead. I'm still thinking about that body. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well. <laughs> oh, apparently. Wow. I hit caps lock and all my notes are in caps <laughs> great so i'm gonna shout all the little the snide remarks that i made <laughs> <laughs> i've got tuberculosis <laughs> i got it from getting too close to a body God damn it So the film opens with shots of a city, and we get a title card of Tasty in pink. Uh, we hear Dodger D from KNUT on the radio talking. We cut to the radio office and uh, cut back to Tasty, who's getting dressed at home. Let me hear the Tasty theme song. As the music kicks in, it becomes the Tasty theme song indeed. Yes, it's a very wonderful song uh the film has a great soundtrack all across yeah i really liked all the kind of like the little parodies and just a lot of the instrumentals they did and a lot of the goofy band names yeah 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 um it's fun keep can continue we also cut to mr and mrs uh connors at home uh mr connors is the head of this radio station and uh Mrs. Connors wants a quickie, and he keeps saying that he has to go to the station. Um, this, by the way, is Jesse Eastern's character. Yes, it is. And his wife. And, uh, yes, his his wife is Ash- Ashley Wells. Ashley Wells. Is Mrs. Connors. Finally, Mrs. Connors talks Mr. Connors into uh, a bit of a fuck session there, and she starts to blow him as the crew arrives at the knut station we see tasty arrive at the station she picks up some papers and walks into the booth with dodger he notes that he has to leave but no one else seems to have shown up other than tasty tasty reminds dodger that there's a meeting that he has to stick around for this is a the man who plays dodger d this is his only role um he goes by buster cherry which is a wonderful name. It's a fine name. Uh, if you're going to be like a one-time guy, you might as well pick like the goofiest name you can. <laughs> right. It works out. Uh, I like this guy. He's a little chubby. He, he's kind of like, uh, like a stand-in for me. <laughs> I feel very uh, relatable to Dodger D. Yeah, I think that that becomes uh, more obvious as the film goes on, especially as we get towards the end. Oh, yeah. But my favorite DJ is yet to come. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we also see that one of the other employees, Legman Mac, 
is getting uh, blown in the van. So Tasty takes over and introduces a song. And we see the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Connors doing it while uh, Legman Mac is getting blown in the van. Yeah. Um, there's a Motley Crue poster on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a bunch of, like, nude pinups as well. Yes, there are a lot of uh, nude pinups there. It's a good workplace. <laughs> it's the kind of place I think I would fit in. Yeah. But then they play some Brian Adams kind of bullshit on the radio. Instead of uh, shouting at the devil like they should be. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mr. Connors fucks Mrs. Connors' mouth at her insistence and comes all over her face. But the guy in the van's still getting blown. And Tasty says on the radio that the freeway update's coming up, which the radio's playing in the van. And uh, Legman gets all pissed off because he hasn't written the traffic report yet. So, uh, he comes running out of the van trying to keep his pants pulled up. And, uh, Christara Barrington, who is his, uh, co-star for that scene, follows. Uh, yes, this is Sally Kramer is the character's name. Okay. Uh, also an employee there. No point in giving her a name. (laughs) So, Legman Max shows up just in time to give the freeway update, and he's stammering. Uh, but Sally comes in behind him and keeps blowing him as he's giving the update. Uh, we see Mr. Connors pulling up, and he's listening to the update, but he knows that it's wrong because he was stuck in traffic on the freeway, whereas uh, Legman Mack had said that it was smooth sailing. Yes. He knows that he should have already fired him. He should have fired him before he hired him. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Tasty comes into the room with Legman Mac, and as he finishes up his traffic update, she basically yells at him to get his shit together. But uh, Sally keeps blowing him, and then uh, he lays her on the desk and starts to fuck her standing up. Uh, He pumps away for a bit, and finally he pulls out and comes on her pubes. Hell yeah. It's at this point that Mr. Connors finally walks into the office. His uh, receptionist Evelyn meets him. And tells him that Judd Rines is there and he's mad. Judd Rines is saying that he will drop all of his ads if his ratings don't come up. This is Bud Lee. Uh, yes, this is Bud Lee, Hypatia Lee's husband and the director of this film. He's so small. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very small little man and uh, I don't think he has the power to be an executive. He's not tall enough. <laughs> Well, he gives Mr. Connors the business regardless and lets him know that he needs the ratings up by the end of the week or he's pulling everything. So Evelyn comes in and rubs Mr. Connors' shoulders. He says it's a crisis, but she notes that he says the same thing every month. She tells him that he just wanted to blow off some steam. Why else would he come down here and do it in person? But Mr. Connors is sure that this time he really means it, whereas he hasn't in the past. He says the ratings were down before, but now they're so low, the only way to go is under. So he has uh, Evelyn call a meeting. We see Evelyn tell Tasty to go in for the meeting and uh, join them all in the conference room where Mr. Connors is dressing everyone down. Dodger says it's the same thing every month, and they've done everything. They talk about how they've changed the type of music repeatedly. 
that they've played. Mr. Connor says that they need to change the format. And he keeps dressing down everybody in the room, especially mm-hmm. uh, Mac, about his freeway report. He's not doing his job. Mac uh, blames his computer. But Mr. Connor tells him next time he's fired. He says that he had to listen to KBUT to get the traffic information. It's a shame. Introduce everyone in the room. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we've got the previously mentioned uh, Leg Man Mac. Yep. Uh, Steve Drake. We've got another Steve, Steve Powers, as Dr. Fermento. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. a bit of a surf bum kind of character. Um, and then we have the very powerful Sasha Gabor as Dick Lark. Yes. A man who looks exactly like Burt Reynolds and Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. <laughs> he is my favorite character in this film by far. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of screen time, but every time he shows up, it's a gem. It surely is. He has a beautiful ring that is a horseshoe, <laughs> and I want one. It's delightful. Someone, I don't know what size ring I am, but someone should send me one. That would be such a sweet gift. From our listeners. (laughs) So Mr. Connors tells everybody in the room, he doesn't care what they do. Don't bring him ideas. Just bring the ratings up by the end of the week. He says if it's not up by Friday, he won't fire them because there won't be a station to be fired from. Understand? And he storms off. So the team's chatting afterwards. And note that I think this time he really means it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Tasty says that if they're all fired Friday anyway, why even try? Just have fun with it for now. She mentions that she's always wanted to read sexy letters on the air. Somebody else says something about having a hardcore album to play. Yeah. Which I was like, what does that even mean? But then we find out later. Oh, yeah. Uh, One notes that they can sell ads for dildos and sex toys. And uh, Tasty talks about telling sexy stories or giving sex tips, taking calls about sex. Uh, Somebody else notes that they could do a simulcast with the TV station and play some of the videos Tasty did with her group. Yeah, the sextets. The sextets, that's what it was. Uh, This is the best pitch meeting I've ever seen. Yes. Every idea is great. It is. So they all agree that they're going to have fun with it. So Tasty returns to her booth. And Dodger's talking to her, saying that he doesn't think this is going to last a day. So she gets back on the air, explaining that she's doing her sexy call-in show. Uh, and people can call in for advice or just to get off. Dodger starts like giving a fake commercial about uh, Peter Popper. Yeah. Which is a gel for erections. Yeah, it's a, an erection gel. You take a syringe and inject it into your urethra. Excellent. Yeah. We see Mr. Connors in his office, and we can kind of hear Dodger and Tasty on the radio, but it's kind of in the background. Uh, then Creamy comes in. Creamy is an ads representative. Mm-hmm. She rubs Mr. Connors' shoulders and asks if he's listening to the radio, and he says no. She asks if he's going to do something about it, and he says he will and turns off the radio, but he doesn't actually know what's going on. No, he wasn't paying any attention. Um, Creamy is played by Gail Force. Yes, and she is delightful. She is great. Creamy asks Mr. Connors what she's supposed to be doing for her job, 
He tells her that she's an advertising rep, and she says that all she's done is rubbed his shoulders and gone out to dinner with him. She knows that she hasn't met a client yet. He says that's what ad reps do, and uh, tells her to come around and feel a real stiff joint for him. Yeah, he needs her. He needs her to massage a real stiff joint. Yeah, so she gets down and starts to blow him. That's great. <laughs> that's uh, I like this workplace. Sometimes I feel mixed about how sexual they get. But this one, the Motley Crue posters and the Twisted Sister poster, and these hot ad execs. I want to be in radio. <laughs> That's what we should be doing. Tyler was right when he was trying to get us to take the show on radio. I say that a lot, that Tyler was right. <laughs> uh, he's right about 9-11. Oof. Never forget. Yeah. I think this episode will be coming out after the 20th anniversary of that. That was fun. <laughs> I don't know if that's the word to use for it. Well... My history teacher told us we should all expect to get drafted because we were going to be in <laughs> Afghanistan forever, and he was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you didn't get drafted. Yeah, that was the only thing he was wrong about. They didn't do a draft because it would have been bad. <laughs> Oops. Well, that's nine eleven. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the eighties when that was still twenty ish years, fifteen years away. So. We cut to Mr. Connors going down on uh, Creamy, and they're now naked. She's got a, a red beaded necklace around her neck. Uh, he starts to finger her, and then we cut to them doing it doggy on the couch with some very close close-ups from behind. Heck yeah. Uh, some sideways sex on the couch. And then he gets down on his knees on the floor and starts to fuck her as she lays back on the couch. I like the sex on this film. It's generally, it's pretty like high quality throughout. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. And it's well shot, too. So he eventually pulls out and comes on her belly as he's standing. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of weird. Well. Like, he, he was on his knees fucking her as she was on her back on the couch, and then he got up and stood up and then came on her. He would have came on the couch otherwise. I don't know that that's true. I don't know where he would have come. I, he I think could have I'm, come on her belly while he was on his knees still. Maybe he was like, he's like, I want to do a facial, but he came before he could like clamber up her. Oh, that might be. I think that's it. He okay. was like, I'm going to get up there. But then he's like, ooh, <laughs> and just blast it all over her belly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we get back to Tasty, who takes a call, and it's Sherry from Bakersfield. She's in bed with her boyfriend, and they note that they just saw the last tango in Paris, and uh, they wanted to relive the butter scene. I've heard that that was not a consensual encounter. Uh, I have also read this. So, I mean, I guess it's hot. I've never seen Last Tango in Paris. I don't. I want to say the only Marlon Brando movie I've seen is The Island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the only thing I've ever seen him in. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, apparently this this couple was trying to uh, have butt sex. I think that's the important part here, more so than what actually happened in the film. Yeah. Well, but uh, there was butter used in that scene, and this couple, they've tried uh, butter, margarine, and vegetable oil. Uh, they have been using the wrong materials for this. Yeah, um, lube was primitive. 
at the time. I suppose so. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I feel like the vegetable oil should have worked. Probably. I feel... Uh, I think the problem is, is is his approach. I think he figures that out in this scene. He's got to, you know, he's got to work that. He's got to work it open. Yeah. Like he's just been going for it, and that doesn't. Right. That's usually not the way to do it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta work your way up. You gotta do be a little, slow. Work on it. You gotta work that hole. Yeah, you gotta work that hole, man. You gotta earn it. <laughs> you gotta earn it to sperm it. Wow. Let's put that on a shirt. <laughs> So, Tasty tells them that they need to get better oil, which I don't know if oil is the best thing anyway, but regardless. Crude oil. Crude oil. (laughs) Smear it all around. Texas crude. Yeah. Texas tea. Black gold. (laughs) Oil, that is. They get a... I'm a fucking... Such a boomer. (laughs) (laughs) The only references I know are to TV shows from like the 60s and 70s. We're going crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think like an old man died and entered me. <laughs> and I have a boomer spirit within my body. You've been, you've had a boomer enter you? Yeah. A couple. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones with all the money. Oh yeah. So if someone's going to enter you, it should be someone rich. I guess so. And then they should make you rich, but that's not how it happened. He died and entered me as a spirit. Oh. I'm possessed by uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, shit. Yeah. We should definitely, when we get our Patreon started, we could do an exorcism. That would be much appreciated. He is gaining more control each and every day. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, we need to get people onto our Patreon quickly. Yeah. Uh, $3 a month can help you help me from becoming a serial sex pest. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm going off the rails. Let's talk about this movie. <laughs> I've tried to get back on track a couple times now. I cannot be contained. I've been sick, so I haven't been like uh, inhaling the substances I usually do. <laughs> And I just started you mean again. Glue? Yeah, glue, uh, just any industrial solvent I can get. <laughs> and boy, got me a big shipment of uh, bleach today. And I've just been like dumping that in a rag and huffing it. <laughs> and it has completely turned my brain into a just like uh, it's, it's acid wash. <laughs> Great, your acid wash brain. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so sorry. I'm going to let you describe the next couple scenes and just sit quietly. <laughs> so Tasty says that they should get some better oil and uh, get some dildos and then work them into her smallest and largest. And she's going to put on a good song to do anal to. And uh, this was called Backdoor Annie from Incest and the Cream Cheese. Yeah, uh, we haven't mentioned any of the band names she's brought up, so let me go back and hit some of those. Okay. Because um, I wrote most of them down. I didn't down. get a lot of them. It's okay. We have the Plum Lines, who uh, got mentioned in the G-rated version that maybe people will hear a second or two of if it got picked up. Probably not. 
We've got Culture Craft, who you would think would be like a new wave or electronic band, but they seem to uh, just kind of be a punk band. So right. good for them. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Electric Cool Shoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Brass Knuckles. Oh, yeah. Um, their song is called How Do You Like a Poke in the Eye? <laughs> uh, Pigsties, Flight of the Bullfrog. And I think that's all of them up to this point. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, okay. Please continue from Backdoor Annie by Incest and the Cream Cheese. So we watch the uh, boyfriend uh, work a dildo into uh, his girlfriend's ass. Mm-hmm. The smaller one. But uh, she's really into it, and uh, she calls him an animal. Tasty says, it sounds like they know what to do already. Uh, So he asks his girlfriend if she wants to try the bigger one, and she says yes, and uh, he works it in as well. She says that uh, she can't wait for the real thing. Tasty listens in as this continues to go on. Uh, Finally, he works his dick in there. And uh, starts to slowly fuck her ass. Uh, he's having to hold the base of it to keep it from bending. Sure. Uh, These dildos you know. are hollow, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The hollow dildos, that's another band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not. You want to start that band? We should. I don't have any musical skills. Me neither. I mean, shout. Us and Tyler would be a great shout band. I think if we got him on, like, the drums, but also mic'd up to shout, and that was the only instrument, that would be fine. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, we'll I'll, work on it. I feel like I could, if we could get drums, if we can get I drums, could make it happen. Okay. I could find a way to record it. They sell uh, recorders at work, the little instruments. Oh, yeah. I could buy a bunch of those. <laughs> they had one that was, like the, like, peach-colored. And I showed it to my coworker, and I was like, hey, what do you think this is? And he's like, uh, I was like, it's a skin flute. <laughs> and we all had a good laugh. <sighs> I'm so sorry. So the boyfriend. This episode's going to be like three times as long as the last one. Because <laughs> I won't stop interjecting. The boyfriend says he's going to come. So Tasty just throws it to sports. We don't get to see the come, unfortunately. It's a bummer. But we get a sports port by Legman Mac, and he's talking about golf with a bunch of double entendres. Well, I'll talk about holes and drivers and such, I'm sure. Yeah. Tasty talks about uh, later on Legman Mac's going to have his hooker traffic report. Oh, yeah, I remember that. She says it's good for the... Uh... Oh, my God. It's good for the taint. Good for the convention set. Okay. She says that it's good for the convention set, so uh, you know where to take your dollars. Excellent, yes. Yeah, uh, which we have a bunch of conventions here, and that's like why 7th Street, I think, was lined with strip clubs for a long time. Oh, that makes sense, A lot of them have closed. It's very unfortunate. It really is. Yeah. We need to bring back Bottoms Up. I have so many good memories of Bottoms Up. Uh, This is going to be the last interjection, I promise. Okay. They're closing Theater X in Jeffersonville. It's, it's right across the in Indiana. Oh, yeah. It's been there for like 50 years. It's got really? A, it's got a theater. It's got a store. It's fucked up. The local, the city developers and the churchmen, they've shut it down. Sad. 
it's very sad. That's where uh, the first time me and your girlfriend hung out, that's where we went and we bought a bunch of adult mags and laughed about the big fists, the big rubber fists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I have fond memories of the place and the fact that it's going to be gone is a shame. It's a, it is a damn shame. Our perverts need a place to go to. Yeah. Church people go to church. Business people go to business. The perverts are supposed to walk the streets. <laughs> Not in my America. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to boss. So we see Evelyn, the receptionist, masturbating as she's listening to the radio and telling herself that she can't help herself. Uh, Mr. Connors comes up and asks what she's doing. She asks him if he's been listening to his DJs, and he says he hasn't, uh, and then says he's going, so he leaves. It's at this point that Dick Lark comes up. A man. Who, uh, as Jeremy noted, looks just like Burt Reynolds. Yes. Dick Lark asks Evelyn what Mr. Connors thought, and... She tells him that he hasn't been listening, but uh, she was, and now she wants cock. Yeah, she's like, it's so horny listening to this. Yeah. Which is what some of the listeners tell me. <laughs> well, not really the listeners, just people, just creeps. Yes, creeps on Instagram. Yeah, will tell me how horny they've got about just about anything. <laughs> uh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> So Dick Lark comes over and buries his head in her lap, but she says they should go somewhere else, so they end up in a conference room, and uh, she lays back on the conference table, and he goes down on her. Then she tells him, I want to eat you now. And so she rolls over on the table, and he stands at the edge of the table and uh, blows him after he finishes undressing. She then uh, turns around and uh, lays back on her back, and Dick fucks her on the edge of the table. Gets some close-up penetration shots from behind, and she reaches down and fondles his balls a bit as he's railing away. Yes. Does his shirt come off at this point? Uh, yeah, it eventually does. He has a horseshoe ring, and also uh, Star David. Oh, yeah. He's an amazing, powerful Jewish cowboy. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Yes. Uh, I love him. <laughs> I love this character. He should have had more screen time. He should have. Dick uh, Lark, my man. After a bit, Dick Lark yells, come, and then he pulls out and comes on her pews and belly. <laughs> yes, that's why he's great. <laughs> We see uh, Dodger walk into the booth with Tasty, and uh, Dr. Fermento takes over the uh, DJ duties. Tasty says that this new programming gets her hot and invites Dodger over to her house for some fun. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Dr. Fermento introduces a new song. Didn't write down what it was, but it's... It's called Modern Sex. Oh, Okay. But it's a lot of moaning with a little bit of 80s electro pop in the background. Yes. It's beautiful. <laughs> it rules. Uh, we cut to Mrs. Connors, who's at home masturbating, listening to the radio. Mr. Connors walks in on her masturbating. He asks her what's up, and she asks if he's been listening to the radio. And he asks why everybody keeps asking him that. And she says, listen to that. And he's listening to the moaning in 80s pop. 
he asks, what is that? And she says, it's his station. And he starts to freak out. At which point he pulls out a gun. Yeah, he gets a rifle out. (laughs) I guess he's going to go murder everybody. That's how it seemed, which seems very extreme. Yeah, she calms him down, but he's asking where his shells are. It's not very calm if you're still asking where the shells are, though. Let's be honest. (laughs) She says that she thinks it's neat and she's still masturbating as she's listening. He says that he's ruined. He says he's ruined. Oh, yeah, he does say he's ruined. Like six or seven times. (laughs) She says that she wants some more action, but he wanders off and she just continues to masturbate. Good job, Ashley Wells. Good scene. Uh, Dr. Fermento says that that was fantastic, and it really kept his dick hard. And uh, he introduces Catherine Mitchell, who uh, is played by Karen Summer. Who we've seen before in uh, Hot Flashes, and I believe pretty recently as well. I think she was in something else, but I, I don't recall off the top of my head. Okay. But she was definitely in Hot Flashes. She was one of the anchors in that film. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I remember. I remembered her from somewhere. She's got a very distinctive face, which is... That's right, yeah. It's kind of a backhanded compliment. (laughs) Uh, But she's the winner of Tasty's Fantasy Contest. Uh, She always wanted to have sex with a DJ, so uh, Dr. Fermento's going to take care of that for now. So uh, she introduces herself on the radio, and she's doing a whole Valley Girl thing. Mm-hmm. She does a good job of playing a dumb-dumb. Yeah. I think that's her strength. He says that she's got a fever, but he's going to fix it with his meat injection. So he throws it to an hour of commercial-free music, and she starts to blow him. He notes that Tasty should have contests like this more often. She asks him if he wants to see something, like, totally awesome, and uh, then she starts to deep-throat him. He asks where his dick went. <laughs> he does it's very funny he has some really over the top reactions to all of this but uh, keep notes over and over again that she's making it disappear then we see her squatting with her legs on two sides of like an L shaped desk yeah it's a very acrobatic maneuver and uh, she's basically straddling his face as he's sitting in the desk chair and uh, he's eating her out. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely get like a screenshot of that. That'll be on uh, Instagram. It's, or not, that'll be on Twitter where I can post the uh, uncensored stuff. That will not make it on the gram. <laughs> uh, he says that she needs to hold that thing still so she could eat it. And she keeps valley girling it up. He says, oh, your sweet honey box. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She said, your tongue should be, like, in the Hall of Fame or something. He says, it totally is. And she says, I believe you. Uh, so she asks if he wants to do it doggy style. So he bends her over the desk and starts to fuck her doggy style. Uh, she keeps talking about telling the girls at the Galleria about how she made it with Dr. Fermento. Uh, he keeps pumping away and tapes start falling off the desk. And he ends up pushing some over. Yeah, they just wrecked this big pile of eight tracks. Like, at one point, they're, they're fucking them off the desk, and then he just shoves the rest of them. Yeah. It's a, it's a wanton act of destruction. <laughs> People could be listening to those right now. You're right. Yeah. 
They never I hope this was in a real radio station after hours or something. And uh, I hope it was. I hope they just wrecked everything. That's <laughs> uh, a rock and roll way. It is. She says, it totally like feels so good, I'm sure. And then he says, he's going to come for her and give her a protein shot. She says, I thought you had some protein for me. And she comes a bit, and then he finally says he's going to give her a protein injection, and then he pulls out and comes on her back, which is not how injections were. No. I thought that if nothing else, he was going to come in her mouth. Nope. Just on her back. It's a topical injection. Yeah. Yeah, you use a syringe to spray it onto the affected area and then (laughs) rub it in. Oh, yeah, I guess that sort of works. I mean... As long as it's topical, yes. <laughs> it's she, just a regular injection. It's not going to do you any good. <laughs> <laughs> she gets down and blows him a bit more, but we fade out and we're with Tasty at her place. Yes, 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 yes. I and, love this. Uh, she cheers Dodger on to a new career. He says it was good while it lasted. And she says she's going to go get the videos together for the simulcast tomorrow. He says, if they're anything like her show, they'll be great. Um, so she offers to show him one of the videos, and sh- then she puts it on. And this is, of course, the wonderful song, Hit Me With Your Wet Shot by Tasty Tastems and the Sextets. Blech. Wet shot. <laughs> no, uh, I love this scene. It's yeah. amazing. It's the best in-film music video since Hack-A-Lantern. <laughs> So we there's a naked dude on the bed, and we see Tasty Tastem dancing around in black and red lingerie, singing the song, uh, poorly lip synced, but you know who cares. But it's basically just uh, hit me with your best shot. Yes, with different with different lyric. words. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a parody. That's fair use. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, the guy on the bed is uh, my corner. Yes, it is. Yes, and. Uh, I love all the neon. I love that I think everything is just looks like a black tarp yeah. on the back. It's a beautiful number. Yeah, she's uh, wearing red and black lingerie, and she's got like face paint around her eyes in a very 80s way. Mm-hmm. And she's got like uh, ruby-like jewels on her earrings and necklace. So she does her singing part of the song, and then she gets on the bed with the bed dude, my corner, and jacks him off a bit, and then starts blowing him. Yeah, I think some of the lyrics to this is like, one of them I picked up, I think it was like, it's your turn to come in my face, so hit me with your wet shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've brought up Blowfly before on the show, but I don't he's... think so. Like in a, he's like a parody uh, rapper. He did like a bunch of like dirty songs. Yeah. Um, he did one of this. I need to look it up what it's called real quick, but it was very funny. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, he did an album towards the end of his career called Blowfly's Punk Rock Party, which had a bunch of covers of like punk songs, like new wave stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, he did one for Hit Me With Your Best Shot called Stick It Down Your Throat, Bitch. Uh-huh. Which isn't quite as clever as Hit Me With Your Wet Shot. No, not really. But uh, he did some other ones. He said, uh, should I fuck this big fat hoe? Which was, uh, <laughs> should I stay or should I go by The Clash? Okay, yeah. So that one's pretty good. Uh, he did, I want to be filleted. Uh, okay. With the Ramones. 
got to keep her penetrated. <laughs> it was good. Uh, there's some other ones. That's about it. Those okay. are those are the the best of them. Though <laughs> some of them aren't great. I couldn't remember the title of the "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" one. I thought it was better than that. <laughs> but uh, he's a weird guy. Definitely check him out if you like music that is uh, bizarre and filthy. <laughs> okay, so she continues to uh, suck and stroke the guy on the bed and. Uh, he reaches around and kind of fingers her from outside her lingerie. Um, we see Dodger and Tasty watching on the bed as this is going down. And then uh, we finally see Tasty finish off the guy on the bed. And she strokes and licks his cock to finish him and strokes him a bit more. The video ends with her looking at the camera and winking. And Dodger says, well, he's only got one thing to say about that a face like that you ought to be in pictures not behind a microphone he tells her that he always wanted to make love to her and she says that she always wanted to make love to him and then they start making out excellent cuts to them laying back in bed making out naked uh the, yeah they fall onto the bed and their clothes disappear yeah <laughs> Uh, the IAFD notes that Buster Cherry uses a double for the hardcore footage in this film and that uh, was indeed the case here. Oh, okay. So, uh, it's at this point that a fake Riders on the Storm starts playing. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the floors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's great. I also love this song. He goes down on her for a bit. Uh, I believe this is actually him. Uh, licking and uh, some light outside fingering. Uh, but then he mounts her missionary, and we get close-up penetration shots and some shots of their faces and stuff as it's going on. Uh, she rides him cowgirl, and kind of the same thing here. She says that she wants to give him a blowjob, and she does. So we get some shots of his reactions and close-ups of her blowing. Uh, she gets up for reverse cowgirl, and he's obviously limp in the shot. Um, yes. We don't see the pop shot here, but he does finish, and they kiss. And then we cut back to the KNUT studio, and the crew are there talking. Oh, yeah, there's a plot to this. <laughs> and they note that Mr. Connors doesn't know what's going on, but Mr. Connors walks in and asks what the fuck was going on yesterday. He yells at them that they're all fired just as uh, Rhines walks in. Mr. Connor starts to apologize, but Rhines stops him and tells him that they're number one. Rhines says he loves what they did, and he, after all this time, he thought he was just a panty waste. And so Mr. Connors tells everybody to get back to work, and one of them says, I thought you said we were all fired. And Mr. Connors then says, you know what I always say, joke them if they can't take a fuck. So then Tasty looks at the camera after everybody cheers, and she says, And we all lived happily ever after. And that was the end of Tasty. She died? Uh, I don't think it was the end of her life, just the film based on her life. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Alright, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to give our final thoughts on Tasty. Well, you're
shitting on the dock of the bay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that's Blowfly for you. Well, great. I feel yeah. enriched. You would be enriched if you just embraced it. He was a pioneer. Now he's dead. Oh, well, shit. I assassinated him. Oh. He was going to become the next uh, Hitler. Oh. I hit my head in like 2003. <laughs> and I had like a dead zone thing going on for a while. <laughs> so I had to take care of him. And that's why he doesn't release albums anymore. Oh. Yeah. Um, but you want me to... T- you'd probably rather I review the film than talk about my many uh, covert operations that I engage in. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about Tasty instead. Okay. I'll give my raincoat review. Yes. That's the segment. Yes, the raincoat review. And my cat keeps crowing. Cat shouldn't crow. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on either. Um, This movie is a thoroughly amusing romp. (laughs) That's my quotable credit. Okay. You can put that in. They're on like the DVD case. Um, (laughs) It's a fun film that blends uh, erotic sex with goofball comedy uh, very well. I think it's a pretty well-balanced film between those two Mm -hmm. things. I think it's probably more successful than the other media telecommunications type films we've watched, like Hot Flashes or The Young Like It Hot, which... uh, this one is pretty comparable plot wise to the young like it hot like their business is failing and they've got one last chance to save things right but uh, i think radio is more relatable for a lot of people than uh dial-up phones okay even nowadays uh i think the entire tone of the film is pretty jovial yeah for the most part and it's stuff full of fun stuff like uh jokey band names and interesting parody songs yeah and little easter eggs to uh catch the eye of people who are musically inclined i suppose yeah things like uh like a motley crew poster or a twisted sister poster on the wall right uh it did make me wonder if there was and there might be if there were like any porno films at the time that dealt with like uh hair metal I'm sure something it has to like, have happened. Yeah, I feel like the closest thing we get in this film is probably the Hit Me With Your Wet Shot video. Right. Uh, and if they'd expanded that into like a whole film, that would have been fun too. Uh, maybe it's out there. Maybe we'll find it one day. Maybe like a, a Michael Jackson's Thriller type uh, expansion of the song? More, more like Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> uh, okay. If I have my way. Uh, <laughs> but uh it's a lot of fun i love the music i think it looks good uh very bright colors very pleasing to look at a lot of good angles on the sex mm-hmm. uh, a lot of good sex i thought the cast was very good all the women are very attractive yeah like uh i can't say that about every film we watch but in this one i think everyone was pretty well picked yeah well chosen I think this film is an excellent example of the sort of laid-back style of pornographic films of that mid-80s era. Yeah. Stuff like uh, Pizza Girls or... Um, give me another one. Uh, well, Pizza Girls was in the late 70s. Was it? I thought it was from the mid-80s. It has the feel. 
It might have the feel. It has the feel. Uh, <laughs> or like a Bob Chin from like the 80s. Yeah. You know, like that kind of like lighthearted comedy yeah. sort of angle to it. Uh, I've talked about it being kind of like couples films before. And this definitely feels like one of those. Yeah, I could see one that. One of those things you could uh, rent and watch with your, uh, your sweetie. I really enjoyed the whole thing. I don't know how many like... Bud and Hyapatia Lee movies there are that they worked on like together. I'm sure there's probably quite a few. Uh, I know notably we've covered the ribald tales of Canterbury. Right. But I really like the kind of like niche they found themselves of doing this uh, light hearted, well executed erotic films. Yeah. Yeah. I would give this one four stars. It kept me delighted throughout and I don't really have many complaints about it. I would have liked to seen her band, the sextets. I want yeah. to know what they look like. <laughs> um, That's fair. <laughs> and I'd say the Dr. Fermento character, mm-hmm. obviously based on uh, Dr. Demento, the novelty record DJ, yeah. who's got like a real goofball look. Right. I kind of wish they leaned into that more than like the surfer thing, mm-hmm. but that's a very minor personal complaint that I can't say affects the film at all. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, very enjoyable. Definitely one to watch. Uh, check it out. All right. So this is a pretty good movie. Uh, in fact, it was a delight to watch. Uh, I saw it a few years back, and I remember thinking it was good, but I liked it more the second time. Um, I will say that it is basically the young like it hot. Yeah. Uh, seems like they basically just stole the premise from that they Um, they put it in a radio station yeah i guess that is completely different yeah it's a Um, different business model entirely i will say though that i am a bit more of a fan of the young like it hot than this one okay but it is really good and i to your point the sex is great the music parodies are a lot of fun I mean, it does the thing where at the end of the movie, a schlubby guy fucks the hot chick. I did like that. That was, uh, it made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. Yeah. Hyapatia Lee is wonderful as always. She's fun as an actress. She's good at uh, being hot and sexual, so that's Mm -hmm. great as well. Um, But, you know, the whole all-star cast of, maybe not all-stars, but fun accomplished or good enough character actors yeah you know they're a lot of fun and uh this is you know a delight to watch sure is uh you should go watch it all right but uh i would also give this four stars okay well 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 indeed we've reached the end of the road once again oh uh one more thing to add this is an extra if you buy the DVD version of The Rival Tales of Canterbury from Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, cool. So both of those films are on the same disc. That's a lot of value for your buck. It sure is. We liked both of those a whole lot. So if that's still in stock, uh, go grab a copy. Yes. We don't get any money from them, and they will not acknowledge me on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, support them anyway. Yes. So, uh... Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. (laughs) Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcasting app. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Raincoat Report. 
Um, if you find any eight pagers or pornography in your walls, floors, ceilings. Oh, I forgot uh, about the attics, ceilings. Uh, crawl spaces. I didn't vents, crawl spaces. Basements. Basements. Uh, uh, cellars. Sub basements. Um, dumb waiters. If yes. you have a dumb waiter stuffed with porn, definitely send that to us. Yes. Or send us money, raincoatreport at gmail.com. Where else could you hide porn? Um, a sack. A Check sack. all the sacks in your home. Uh, I found a marching band record on top of the ductwork in a house that I lived in. So, you know, reach up there. There's probably something up there. Oh, yeah, on top of the ducts. Yeah, get really up in those ducts. When was the last time you dusted them? <laughs> you know, it's probably, that's contributing to your allergies. So get down there and clean, get along pipe the crazy looking 360 degree broom head on the end and don't forget your raincoat yes <laughs>